0: and welcome to the Marine Cherry Show. We're live here in absolutely stunning, gorgeous Seattle. It's just beautiful. Um,
1: and walking into the studio, I think is what you were trying to say.
0: Well, yeah, walking into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into the studio, <laughs> right? Yeah. You Sometimes know those elevators just take a little while from the garage, you know, like they don't really want to come back to the garage. And here's the deal.
1: <laughs> Not to like point, point it out, but over yeah. the last couple of years, you have been taking the stairs. I know. I know. It's, it's really good for you. And ah, wait,
0: there's no stairs in the garage. Yeah, there are. Where are they? I can't <laughs> find them. I'll, I'll show you
1: where they are. Okay.
0: Because I was looking today. I'm <laughs> like, where's the stairs? I'll show
1: you. And you'll be like, oh, there they are. Okay. Second of all, um, yeah. you were usually a little bit out of breath on the way up. Yeah, no, but I'm now not. now you're not.
0: <laughs> so that's a good thing. No, well, I would prefer to be out you're of like breath, ma- actually.
1: You're at marathon status on
0: Oh, yay. <laughs> you're at marathon status.
2: I love
1: status. it. I
0: love it. I love it. <laughs> So it's a gorgeous day here in Seattle. We hope that you're looking out your window or remembering, maybe you are outside listening to this, actually, or remembering what the weather's like in your part of the world, because that's how we get grounded and we get in our bodies and we get ready for today's wonderful show. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my favorite things is astrology. I actually love it. And I'm not an astrologer. I've never even, well, no, I took one class, actually, two classes now that I think of it. But that's about it. Um, And so... Of course, I talk about astrology from time to time on the show and I thought maybe it's time we have a professional on the show and we can talk about things that are actually worded maybe correctly and we can learn something new and fun together. So one of my favorite astrologers is Lucy Pond. She actually um, is from the Pacific Northwest. She was living in Portland until just recently. So I've had many sessions with her. Um, one in person which was lovely and the rest on phone or however we do it Um, so she's a professional astrologer a tarot reader and an artist which I didn't know that part about her for over 35 years of experience as a professional reader writer teacher and a metaphysics individual her style of communication is clear and direct which is one of the things that I love about her her gifts have earned her a worldwide clientele which is very very true um lucy has become a trusted guide to many clients helping them work through crucial issues relationships and family matters career business concerns and personal growth i can attest to that she's helped me on many 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 um issues in my life she's quick fast direct to the point i love it so lucy welcome to the show oh thank you i'm thank you thank you for having me oh yeah it's so lovely to have you so now you live in new mexico
3: Yes, we live in uh, New Mexico, and the weather here. (laughs) Two weeks ago, we were swimming in our pool, and today it is in the forties, the low forties. It (sighs) no fall just went from summer to winter. Wow, are you guys prepared? I guess we don't. We're going to find out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So when I asked you if you would be a guest on the show, and we're going to have you um, a, a series of visits with you and have you talk about certain things. Um, you know, we talked about how, you know, maybe I don't know exactly what's really going on, and you do. And today, um, because Venus is retrograde, which you said is rare. It is rare because Venus,
3: uh, Venus in the horoscope uh, shows up retrograde less than any of the other planets. And that's because when it goes retrograde, it's only retrograde for six weeks wow. and the other planets when they or they either go for longer periods of time like mercury but mercury goes three times a year and uh venus only goes once every i think it's every 18 months
0: wow well i know we had mars retrograde for a really long time recently that was not we did very comfortable it, yeah <laughs> so so Venus only does this once every 18 months approximately. And for how long is it retrograde? It is retrograde for about six weeks. Mm-hmm. And right and,
3: now. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And we're in it right now. Okay. So uh, so when it occurs, like with all retrogrades, you want to think of this as a period to go deep wherever it is showing up in your horoscope. So like right now, it's in the sign of Scorpio. So each person should look to their horoscope to find out where Venus retrograde is showing up because that's an area of your life that, that needs to be possibly healed where you're looking at old patterns, you know, you're kind of just observing so that you can transform how you approach that area of life.
0: Wow, okay, that's huge right there because people can just put their birth information, you know, in some area that would give them a chart, their personal chart, and they can find out where Scorpio is because yes. Venus is retrograde in Scorpio.
3: It is in the sign of Scorpio and it it, it will go back to Libra in its retrograde. Wow. but then it's but you mostly right now it's in the sign of Scorpio. so it is a time to find out where it is in your chart and really ask yourself if that is an area of life that you are discontent or where you're feeling like I, I mean i love that word healing where you go <laughs> back to saying something needs to be healed there maybe i've gone too far with the in the last 18 months with that and now i need to go back to that area and and ask myself am i is this satisfying me is it nurturing me or am i have i run dry in that area of life
0: wow so retrograde i i know because of just science that it doesn't really mean the planet is going backwards right it's not spinning backwards correct exactly
3: it is not going backwards it appears because the sun and venus all the planets uh, you know they're they're moving at different times and so it can appear to go backwards but it isn't. And I think one of, the, uh, one of the interesting little side notes that I discovered when, um, about retrogrades is when a planet is retrograde, it's closest to the Earth.
0: Yeah, it's actually more powerful, correct?
3: Correct, so yeah. it's more powerful. Some people think of it as, well, it's not it's not very strong. You have it retrograde, it couldn't be very strong. It actually makes it more potent.
0: Right. And that's why I think um, people misunderstand about Mercury, which, as you said, is the planet that goes retrograde more often, you know, three times a year. And, and I think when people aren't great at communicating or they don't communicate their needs well, and then uh, the planet of communication goes retrograde, that's when things go a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because they need to heal that part of themselves.
3: Because they need to heal that part, and that's the same. Like Venus is the planet that rules love. It rules how we attract and what we attract. Mm. But Venus is a passive planet. It doesn't do anything.
4: Hmm.
3: We we observe Venus as the like the way that other people relate to us. It's a way of saying, are my needs being met or is there something that I could do differently so I have more satisfaction? Because Venus is about satisfaction, but being a passive planet; it doesn't go out and, you know, do what it needs to do.
0: Mm. Wow, I had no idea it was a passive planet. That that's... it's
3: very it's the only planet that is completely passive. I mean, Venus is a very interesting planet because it it's like the yin and the yang, and the yin energy is it it attracts energy towards us, but it doesn't go out and it's not overt.
0: Mm. And so do you think this is why people, those who have challenges in their love life, because it's kind of hard to figure out if the planet isn't being very direct?
3: Yes, it is very hard to figure out, because unless you have Mar- unless you were born with Mars and Venus in the same sign, if there are any different signs, which most of us have them in different signs, then your Mars is going out and stirring things up, and there's people you're attracted to in situations, and then your Venus... Observes it and decides whether that is satisfying or not.
0: Wow. Okay. So let's say that. Um, hmm. So because this is where you're so smart, <laughs> Lucy, obviously <laughs> in astrology and many other things, um, and and this is where my brain goes. Oh, what? You know. So what if people have? So so we're tr- you're trying to say where is Scorpio in your chart? So. In other words, Scorpio could be, could you give us an example of that?
3: Okay, so Scorpio, of course, could be on the cusp of any of the 12 houses. Mm. And you want to go to that house, let's say you have Scorpio rising. You want to go to the first house and ask yourself or rethink your projection to others. How do you present yourself in in the world? You know, it's a it, the first house really is a very superficial house. It's saying your hair, your glasses, your clothes, your weight are all of those things? Are they who you are? Mm.
0: Mm. Okay, so so that that's what you would be looking at. In other that's words. what you'd be looking at because retrograde
3: means an area to rethink, and it's an area that you might want to bring up m- more to the present. You might have been living out something from the past. Mm. Mm. Like some people who uh, do karmic astrology, they say if you were born with a planet retrograde, then you can be still healing something from the past, even though you're desiring something in the here and now. So it can, again, it can be somewhat confusing.
0: right. I had always heard if you were born with uh, a planet retrograde, and maybe it's sp- specific planets, I don't know, that you're kind of a late bloomer, is what I heard. Um, I don't know if that's true or not.
3: I like that. thats a, I've <laughs> never heard that. But And I don't know where you've been getting your astrological information. Uh, that's funny that you said at the beginning that— I, but.
0: Yeah. Are you, do you, re, I, you, I, do you I read, read things? I read things. I look online. I listen to certain people. I just kind of go with whatever feels interesting. And then I go, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. Yeah. And then do you look at your own chart? I don't. I, oh. I, I like, like right now, I'm like, I, I, I don't know where Scorpio is in my chart. I'm like, where is it? Okay. Cause I don't think it's Mercury. Um, but yeah. So, so yeah, I don't really do that. I just do it. I don't know why. Just generally. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Well,
3: um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you have to find out where that sign shows up on your horoscope. So yes, there is. smart.
0: What? I think that's really smart advice. Like if we're going to study astrology or look at it, or when something is really big right now, like Venus retrograde, which is a rare thing, and it's an opportunity for healing, everyone should be looking at their charts and finding out where Scorpio is. So you should pull
3: out your chart. It's not like, I think one of the, most powerful tools that astrology offers us is self awareness. Mm-hmm. So it comes back to the self. Mm-hmm. It's not so that you can just give this information out to others. You first want to be looking at your horoscope and see does it fit? Does it make sense?
0: Right. I think that's fantastic. So I know we're talking about um, Venus being retrograde, but I just want to bring up Uranus because it's such a huge, gigantic planet. And it was in Aries, and it's moving into Taurus, or it did, or... um, It's there. It's, it's in there. Taurus right now? Okay. It is in Taurus right now. Okay. And then it's going to retrograde back into Aries, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, it will. For, but that shouldn't be a big deal, like, you know, for all the Arians who finally got Uranus out of their chart. <laughs> Notice how I spoke negatively about that. Um Like, it's not going to be a huge big deal for them. And why is Uranus... No, wait a minute. It is a huge big deal. Uranus,
3: the the energy that comes with Uranus is transformative. It is something, it's like a lightning bolt that makes you wake up. (laughs) So it's not something incidental. It's not something like, oh, it's just back there. I'm going to do a little cleanup. No, it might be that wherever it is in your chart that you're looking at that area and you're, you know, something
0: occurs that is a huge wake-up call. Wow. And so everyone should look at where Aries is in their chart because it's going to go back into Aries as a retrograde, so that means it's going to be really powerful for several months. Yes. And all the people who are, you know, maybe their sun sign is in Taurus or wherever Taurus is in their chart, they should look at it because it's going to be in Taurus for seven years.
3: Yes, it's it's in each sign for seven years. It's on an 84-year orbit, and it is something. Um, I was talking to another astrologer friend, and we were saying it was well. It was a few months ago before it went into the sign of Taurus, and we were both saying it's going to mean earthquakes. It's ah, going to mean you know right. the earth will be moving literally. And uh, yes, we've already you know seen that, and it's been going on for a while. <clears throat> but I think there's going to be more eruptions mm. on on a on the physical plane, the Earth.
0: Mm-hmm. And and that's because Taurus is an Earth sign, and it's it's a beautiful, actually lovely sign, isn't Isn't Venus also a, a planet for Taurus? Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, Venus is at home in Taurus.
3: Wow. So Taurus is the sign when, like, it has to do with beauty, comfort, luxury, Um, you know, it means, you know, taking care of yourself on a really good level, the food you eat, you know, everything that you're saying, you know, I'm going to do the very best I'm capable of doing. Wow. So Venus is very much at home there. Right now, Venus is in the sign of Scorpio, the opposite of Venus, and Venus in Scorpio has to do with um, sort of cutting things away and pushing things away that don't work. Oh, oh Venus wow. Venus in Taurus hardly says no to anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. not really, but, I mean, especially the older you get, you start to realize you know your likes and dislikes.
0: hmm yeah, that is a great comfort, by the way. You know, it's not confusing. You're like, oh, I like this. I'm going to go do that, right? That's yes. such a great and, comfort. And, uh,
3: you know, I like taking a bubble bath every night before I go to bed. <laughs> it's
0: do, okay. Do you really, Lucy? Do you really like to take a bubble no, bath? No, but I do take baths.
3: I think, <laughs> you know, I find baths one of the, it's, it's like a wonderful transition for me. Uh, you know, I sort of wash off that part of the day or clients or anything, and then I'm ready to just start all over. And again, starting over means
0: lotions and potions and
3: <laughs> all these things that nobody else would notice, but I love them.
0: That sounds very Venus and Taurus to me. That's very, that's very <laughs> Taurian. It, it is. just Yeah. So I have a huge bathtub in my bathroom. I think I've sat in it once. I'm a shower girl, no bath, no bathtub, but when I travel, my brother stays at my house and takes care of the cats, and he loves baths. He's a cancer so I, I'm with him. You're with if him. If I had a okay. tub, I'd be using it. Okay, when I'm gone, Vinny, okay. you're free to use okay. the bathtub. And so I have all the lotions and potions for him. I take them out of the closet. You know I'm going to try Oh, that is, is so interesting. Well, it's so interesting that you don't do that for yourself. Yeah, I, I just like
3: it. Just like it's. T- I don't think it's something. You know, something you're hardwired to do. There are people <laughs> who just take showers.
0: Yeah, I like showers. It's quick. Yeah. Quick, in and out, you know, love it. Yeah, bath, I don't know. What's hanging out in that bath water while I'm in it? (laughs) You know, just not really enjoying it. So, okay, so we have a lot going on right now, wouldn't you say, astrologically?
3: Well, we do. And, um, you know, we sort of, if we look at the world right now, we can also, you know, we see things being manifest through, I don't want to go there, but political upheaval. We see right. it through natural disasters. We're seeing that that it's almost like the gods are talking to us.
0: <laughs> you mean yelling at us? And... They're yelling, <laughs> and um, so you know you can't you cannot ignore it. I was hoping because you know Mars is the warring planet. I mean, by one definition, right? By one definition, and now that Uranus is squeaking to, you know, an earth sign, I was hoping it might help us politically. Is that a possibility?
3: Well, I think everything is a possibility. (laughs) I really do. It has to do with the level of healing that has already occurred Mm. in, you know, personal healing. Mm. And so, you know, it's not like, uh, because a planet goes into a certain sign, everybody's going to start communicating better with each other, <laughs> and you know, we're going to get rid of smog and all of that. It doesn't mean that. It means the potential is there.
0: You know, and here you are bringing us back to something that's extremely important, is our own self-healing. And so that's why we need to look at where is Ven- where's Scorpio in our chart right now so that we can heal something that's very profound for us as an individual, which could help us then... Communicate with our brothers and sisters on planet Earth.
3: Yes, because it is, it's something, it, it, when a planet goes retrograde, especially Venus, because going back to what does Venus mean? Well, it, it has to do with comfort, self-image, security, pleasure. Uh, you know, it has all these, all these meanings. And when you, uh, you look at it, where it is in your horoscope, you can see that there was something you left undone. Mm. And it's been causing a problem. Remember that when something's retrograde, you go back and you rethink it. You re, you know you put some energy into how am I expressing that?
0: Mm. Mm. So this is an incredible opportunity for all of us to heal something within ourselves, especially if we want the world to be more. At peace.
3: Yes, if we want the world to operate more in harmony then we first have to look at ourselves and that's a a wonderful time when venus is retrograde to say what am i doing are there places that i'm skimming and i'm really throwing certain things into the garbage that should go into recycling what am i doing Mm -hmm. where i'm not really doing the best i could possibly do
0: wow Okay, so one more question about this before we go to our break and temporarily say goodbye to you, Lucy, before we have you back on the show again. Okay. So, so here we have, you know, we really need to be having a conversation with ourselves and stop looking over at the fence at our neighbor and yelling at them, right. basically. Yes. So, so how can we put this into some sort, of res- um, some sort of perspective when it comes to souls that are older, right, because older souls have a very different perception about life. At least, in my from the way I look at it, and younger souls who also have a different way of looking at the world. How can we put that into some sort of, mm, I don't equalizer, if you will. Um, let's see. I know. I, I threw you that, one. Sorry about. And that. And
3: I don't. I don't really look at things like. I mean, I used to when I started out. I would really think about souls as being old, or they were just beginning, or they were changing directions. And now I just. I feel like, personally, I feel like we've all made such a mess of planet Earth. We all have to start all over. Wow. We all have to say, what, what are we doing? What am I doing in my life? And um, so I, I just, that's, that is, that's how I read it. And I, I feel like the, the heavens give us, they point things in the right direction. Like right now, it's values. What brings
0: comfort? Values, you're saying. Values and mm-hmm. self-worth. Wow. Wow. Okay, that was extremely well said. That was extremely well said. So if, if someone wants to learn more about you or potentially reach out for you for a session or whatnot, how can people find you?
3: Um, it. Let's see. My website is lucypond.com, and my email is just lucypond at comcast.net.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Okay. You are lovely. That was everything you just said was just perfect. I know that hopefully many of our readers, myself included, are going to go find their chart, find out where Scorpio is and potentially Libra since it's going to go back into yes, Libra. It's
3: going to go back into that. And, and I hope there's also this sense of where the planet Uranus is transiting. It's not like there's just a blip and there's nothing to do there. Remember, when a planet's retrograde, there's a healing. There's a need for healing in that area.
0: Wow. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much for giving us some education about astrology and what we can all be doing right now to make our lives better and ultimately the world.
3: Thank you. That is so good. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, Lucy, and um, we wish you joyful blessings. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Bye, Marie. Bye-bye. So, now it's the time to open up those lines, right? Yeah, but are we going to take a break first? Sure, but we can give out the number. Okay, great. You can <laughs> tease it a little bit. More. tease <laughs> our listeners 877 877 825 8828 877 825 8828 and we'll be right back with our listeners.
0: this is marie Menucherry. join me january 25th and 26th in 2019 at east west bookshop friday night during the 90 minute workshop i'll be talking about the energy of yeah money so that we can all learn that everything is made out of subatomic particles including your relationship with money and once you begin to solidify enjoy and participate and the vibrational frequency of currency, you will then create a bond that is fulfilling and delicious for you. And then on Saturday, join me as we spend an entire day on creating wealth, the art of creating wealth, where you learn to fall in love with the whole aspect of this relational experience with wealth and your wonderful life. I can't wait for you to join me and learn about love and money and wealth. For more information, you can go to energyintuitive.com or eastwestbookshop.com.
1: Imagine being fired because of who you love. Imagine being denied medical treatment because of who you marry.
5: Imagine being evicted because of who you are. Millions of Americans don't have to imagine this. They have to live it.
0: Because in 31 states, it's legal to discriminate against LGBT people. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council.
5: Marie Manuceri has had the pleasure and honor of shifting the vibration of thousands of clients and students from around the world. Her method, Divine Energy Medicine, is the art of raising the human energetic frequency leading to mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. During this two-day intensive course, you will discover how to read the energy of others while improving your relationship with yourself, Gain intuitive knowledge of the synergetic relationship between chakras and human feelings and identify energetic locations and actions of the energy centers. Join Marie on Saturday, March 23rd and Sunday, March 24th, 2019 in Vancouver, Washington and practice divine energy medicine to increase your ability to connect deeply with others. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com.
0: Hi, this is Marie Menucherry. Join me January 25th and 26th in 2019 at East West Bookshop. Friday night during the 90-minute workshop, I'll be talking about the energy of, yeah, money. So that we can all learn that everything is made out of subatomic particles, including your relationship with money. And once you begin to solidify, enjoy, and participate, and the vibrational frequency of currency, you will then create a bond that is fulfilling and delicious for you. And then on Saturday, join me as we spend an entire day on creating wealth, the art of creating wealth, where you learn to fall in love with the whole aspect of this relational experience with wealth and your wonderful life. I can't wait for you to join me and learn about love and money and wealth. For more information, you can go to energyintuitive.com or eastwestbookshop.com. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. Lovely song. Best. Yeah, we're dancing Doodly in the do, studio. Do, do, do. As we always do. I know, right? The music you choose is great. Oh, I love it. Wait, thank you. So who do we, you know, thank you, Lucy, for being on the show. Now we're going to transition into taking people's calls. So who do we have?
1: Yeah, we'll start things off. We'll have uh, Julie calling in from the Boston area, and we wish Boston good luck in the World Series. I know they're leading their series. Not that anyone really else cares except for me because I'm a sports guy, but maybe Julie <laughs> no. is too.
6: Yeah, Julie, do you care? <laughs> Are you excited for the World Series?
1: They're pretty big.
6: Marie, it's so funny. I could care less oh! about <laughs> I could care. I'm like the... I'm so unusual. I just really don't
0: care about sports. I know. Well I didn't even know it was the World Series until Benny said it Me? just now. Well it's not yet. I feel bad. It's it's not, not, yet. Yet. not yet. Not yet. Okay. This is the
1: this is the lead up to it.
0: Okay, so. the lead up to it. Well, yeah. well we wish everyone the most fun yeah. at the games and safety. <laughs> we hope, you know, the best person wins or group or team. team. Yeah. <laughs> You're so adorable. And,
6: yeah. person.
0: and okay.
6: So, funny. Yeah, so Julie, what can I do for you?
0: All right.
6: Yeah. Hi, Marie. Hi. It's, um do i know so you? you yes, yeah, we we talked. Um I think I saw you back in August. Okay, great. Okay, um, I, I think I know who you are. Exactly. Yes. Hello. Yes. You were doing great in August. I liked
0: that reading. You did? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, well, so,
6: yeah, I had to let go. I had Yeah, to it's not your favorite
0: thing by the way. You know which no. which I love your tenacity and how you'll get out oh. there and make things happen. And then now you have to balance it with surrender and letting go and getting out of the way, which I think is the most powerful spiritual move anyone can take. And sometimes when I look at spirituality and the inner, you know, magnificence, I see a chessboard, and, 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 you know, we're trying to checkmate or whatever you do when you play chess and letting go is like, is like the ultimate lineup for getting checkmates. So you need to do it continually, forever, forever for you. It's not a one-time <laughs> deal. It's a every day, every moment with every breath you take, you're letting go. Because that's when all the magic can come in. Those of us who have really strong energy and have tenacity, because I'm one of those individuals, um, that, that's lovely. But if you don't get out of the way, the universe can't deliver. Well, that's what's happening. I think still. <laughs> yeah, but you're not getting out of the way is what you're saying, right?
6: right well, well, I've entered the dating world. Yeah, so it's a lovely a world. Route. So
0: fun.
1: Congratulations, by the way.
0: Yeah, it's so oh, fun. Oh, I wow. love dating. It's so fun. One of my you favorite do? things. We're doing, do. We're, doing yeah, it so um, We're doing it. We're doing
1: it over here. it's so fun. We're doing
6: it. Well, so <laughs> I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Good. And
0: Oh, great. <laughs> no, this is because that's part of letting go. Uh-huh. When you think, uh-huh. you know, I used to, I was a really good interviewer when I would go meet a guy. I mean, I felt sorry for them, actually, because I have my list. my, And you could see my energy change as soon as they didn't answer a question appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, they were toast. I feel so sorry for them. Really, I do. And so then I wasn't having fun and I wasn't enjoying myself. I was hunting for my next partner. And you can't find love and real connection when you're on the hunt. I mean, and actually that's how I think my, my ex-husband married me. Is he just hit me over the head and dragged me into the cave, you know, hunting and,
1: that wascally webbing. Yeah.
0: Right. He just like <laughs> smacked me over the head and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, so <coughs> I'm joking now as I'm saying so this. Uh, so, and of course, this is so appropriate because Lucy was just on the show and she's talking about Venus retrograde. So you need to go find out where Scorpio is in your chart and Libra and do some inner healing because love is not about an arrangement. It's not it's not this answer all the questions appropriately. I need to find my person. Love oh. is magical. It's, it's going to come out of the uh, out of something that you never imagined. And it's really about creating a deep. Incredible friendship with someone that you also mm. are in love with and and have great passion with. So that's the true, you know, um, crust of a mm-hmm. phenomenal relationship is friendship. And with mm-hmm. friendship, it's not an interview. Okay, right. so so, <laughs> so, I,
6: so I was having a blast for like a month, and my mantra was an Esther Hicks one that was like, "Life is really good to me." And and so there were these two men who showed up one that i met on bumble one that i met at work Mm -hmm. and um one was seemed perfect as far as his interests aligned with me yeah i don't think Um, i
0: don't think your live your love match is going to be perfect that's the word you need to get out of your search mode he's not going to be perfect yes he's not that's not letting go he's not going to be perfect well well he can't be yeah that's no fun if he's perfect
6: well, it was it I thought we were going along really nicely and uh-huh. um but then all of a sudden he just sends me this email no you're not moving fast enough i don't think you're really ready and it just it was like a punch in the stomach cuz i didn't expect
0: it. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. So so okay, i this is lovely. I love that he knows what he wants and he figured that having a relationship with you was he really should have said this isn't in my best interest. Yeah. Instead of putting yeah. it in your court, because he doesn't really know you, but he should right. have said, I'm not feeling it right now, or I don't think this is working for me. Uh, either way, yeah. you wouldn't have liked the answer, you know, because, right. because you're on a mission to hit okay. someone over the head and drag them in your cave, and you have to stop doing that. <sighs> right? So, so here's what you have to do, and I, I know where you're at. I, I know yeah. it. I know it w- really well. You need uh. to love being single. And you need to love meeting people who could be your friend and who might be somebody that you enjoy making love with and sharing a life with. But that's where <laughs> you need to go. You need to get out of the hitting someone over the head, dragging them into your cave mode, and um, have fun. Have fun being single. It's, so, so that's the part of surrendering. Whenever, whenever, <laughs> I'm trying to speak and apparently I'm having a few issues here. Whenever you're trying to make something happen, Once you learn to surrender, that's when it will happen. When you let go, that's Mm -hmm. when whatever is in your highest good. And and we're not even going to say it's a relationship. We don't know for sure. But if you can Mm. let go and stop Mm -hmm. forcing something to happen, then you can enjoy it and meet some amazing people that can be wonderful in your life and perhaps a partner. And notice when I said perhaps, and you didn't even like that word. So you really need to learn to let go. Okay? Well,
6: it's... It was easier when I wasn't dating to be like, yay, I'm really happy being single. Okay, now well. that I'm dating, it's like, well, what's the point to... <laughs> so maybe stop fight. dating. Again. But, but it's fun. It's <laughs> like I want it to be fun.
0: <laughs> okay. So maybe stop thinking it was dating. You're just meeting friends. You're meeting people that you get to, you get an opportunity to know and they get to know you. Take the dating word out. Mm -hmm. And when you're using affirmations, use the what if in front of it, because you're not ready. You don't have the belief system in your brain to be in a healthy relationship yet. You have a lot of pain and, and history that you haven't healed yet. So you need to use what if questions. What if meeting friends is fun? Okay? Okay. All right. So... Uh, good luck to the World Series in Boston. We're going to go on to our next caller. And thank you, Julie, for coming, for calling. You are a trooper. That was really I, I think she,
1: there's still reservations on her trying to let that go, yeah. obviously. And she's challenging herself on trying to let that go now.
0: Yeah, letting I, go I, yeah, uh, yeah. is hard,
1: mm-hmm. right? Well, when you're beating people over the head, clubbing them, <laughs> dragging them to your game. I'm
0: just saying, you know, and you, and of course the person who's getting hit over the head is letting it happen. You know, it's not like there's just a monster out there that's hitting someone right. over the head. The other person is going, okay, you can hit me over the head. I don't really care. You me, know? George,
5: you, Jane. Right. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, um,
0: that's that doesn't work anymore. Our consciousness <laughs> has expanded so much on the earth just plane that bit. those yeah. type of relationships yeah. don't work. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, who do we have?
1: Sure, uh, we'll run off now to uh, Durango, California. We Ooh. have Sky joining us. Hello, Sky. Welcome to the show. Hello.
0: Hi, Sky. How are you? <laughs> um, good and uh and bad. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, we're very uh, sorry. What can I do for you? Yeah. Well, I
2: have a um a like a first family issue that's coming up right now that I would love to heal. Okay. Um, I um. I work with my ex, it did not, it, like, it's pretty close quarters, and it did
0: not end amicably. So why do you work with him? Um, Unless you're doing and or flop, no. and they're paying you mass money on the HGTV show, I don't think you should work with your ex if you had a bad breakup. Okay. So, yeah, I mean. that's I, I the agree. answer, it's right? It's been hard. It's been really hard. Yeah, I don't even know why you want to, because I your just, ex isn't very nice. I don't. I it, This is just you know,
2: it's the highest paying job I've ever had. And so Uh it's hard for me to, um, to believe that I can, to have enough faith in myself that I can find something that,
0: um, you know, you, you're, you're saying that so beautifully. And I'm so proud of you because all, all you need is the belief that you can go be paid even more. When I drew out your energy, your head is floating above your neck. And so every time you walk in the office, you can't say anything, and your ex partner throws daggers at you. Yeah, it, it's so and even says <laughs> things that are just like yeah. right on the cusp. Like it's not totally direct, but it is. You know what oh, I mean?
2: Oh yeah, well, she, she's freezing me out. That's <laughs> what she's doing. Oh yeah, so, so she talks to everybody but me, and it's very obvious because yeah, you know,
0: it's yeah. not fun. It's not fun. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are you doing to change your belief so that you can feel that you deserve a fantastic job where you're having fun and you're being paid lots of money?
2: So I know exactly what to do because I've been working on this and, like, working on raising my energy or my vibration. And, you know, I know exactly what I need to do to manifest that. I guess I've just been sort of (laughs) sidetracked. By, like, focusing on, on changing that um, because of all the, the, like, first family type um, stuff, you know, mm-hmm. see, I was listening to that interview, mm-hmm. stuff that this situation has brought up. And mm-hmm. that is that any time somebody in, in a relationship with doesn't want that relationship anymore, I internally freak out and, like, feel like I need them mm-hmm. to be worthy. But yeah. you don't.
0: You don't. Yeah. Actually, it's the opposite. You you need to realize that you, that you are worthy when they're not in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I think you, and, and of course, it'd be interesting to find out where Scorpio is in your chart, right? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you can do some inner healing work as Lucy Pond recommended for all of us to do, which I'm going to do. I'm going to be printing out my chart. Well, I have copies, but I always forget where I put them. So I'm going to have to go print it out again and find that. So- let's work on some what if questions. You know, Mm -hmm. what if I have an incredible job that I love and I feel empowered every moment that I'm there? So we're not even saying anything about a new job. You know, I'm anticipating a new job, but I think we have to take all the things that are pushing your buttons out of the equation. When we're formulating what if questions, it's important that we're present in our body so we can feel how our body feels about the question. And Mm -hmm. Your body is afraid to leave that job, even though you don't want to be there anymore. So so we need to make it general. You know, what if I have an incredible career that lights my soul on fire and I feel completely empowered? Mm -hmm. So you've got some options. And I want you to start saying these things, either out loud or silently to yourself, these phrases, these what if questions, which are, going to be recalibrating your subatomic particles to match the answer. That's what what what-if questions do. They change the subatomic formation of energy in your body and begin to uh, create a new neural pathway in your brain. And and when you have a new neural pathway, which means it's creating a new belief system, the old belief system dries up because it's not being used. Beliefs only exist because we use them over and over and over again, and they become like a well-worn path right? But that doesn't mean they're true. They're just beliefs that we've created in our transmitter brain um, capacity, and you're just creating new ones. So every hour for five minutes, I want you to start saying these questions in your head. Okay. Okay. So why do you have resistance with that? This is like easy. No one even will know that you're doing it. Why is there resistance?
2: Crazy. (laughs) <laughs> um, like all the what ifs um, and uh, but I, I think focusing on um, you know finding what ifs without finding a new job instead of focusing on like what if this situation is bringing me towards to greater healing yeah. know, focusing on the new job um,
0: and that's why be I better. didn't put new job in there I just said what if I have an incredible mm-hmm. career and I feel empowered every day Right. So, and I've changed this a few times. You can go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah. You know, and um, write some of them down. So just know you have resistance towards your magnificence because this is going to help you to go, ah. And that's what we Mm -hmm. all have. We have resistance to our magnificence. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes. We're sending you love so that you feel better when you're at work.
1: Have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Guy, very much for calling in to the Marie Manucherry Show. 877-825-8828 is the number. Uh, we'll go up to British Columbia. And speaking, actually, really fast of British Columbia, KKNW is doing their survey, annual survey. It's 1150kknw.com. Only takes a few minutes to fill it out. And the reason why I'm mentioning this because the winner gets to take a little trip up to Victoria, B.C. Ooh. On the Clipper, right, for a passage little trip there and a $100 Ooh. gift certificate to Schwartz Brothers. So real fast, 1150kknw.com for the annual survey.
0: And so what you're doing when you go to the survey, you're checking off the hosts that you enjoy. And so please check me off. Check me off and say, hey, I really like, or whatever shows you like as well,
1: but. Me first, yeah. and then, uh, <laughs> and then it helps better tailor our station, yeah. Marie. But right. yes, it but does, I know but You know,
0: I'm, I'm a little selfish, <laughs> Biased, just, yeah, hair. just a tad. Um, And and then uh, they put all the names, I guess, in a hat or something. And oh, we
1: compile our data.
0: Yes, and then they pick someone who's yeah. participated in the mm-hmm. survey, and then you win all the beautiful things that Benny just described yep.
1: from the station. So 11:50, KKNW.com for the annual survey. Just Hit it up. We'd appreciate it. So now, Sarah from Nelson, British Columbia. Hello, Sarah.
0: Hello. Hi, Sarah. How are you?
2: I'm doing good.
0: How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Is this your first time calling in? No, I've
2: called in a couple times, actually.
0: Was it helpful? Yeah. Oh, helpful. we love hearing that. That's great to know. What can I do for you this time?
2: Um, I'm just wondering. I'm in a bit of a pickle with my finances, mm-hmm. and I'm concerned. See anything that I should be working on or doing in that realm?
0: You know, I'm I'm really glad you brought this up because in January, I can't remember the exact dates, but in January 24th um, and 25th, I'm teaching. Thank you, Lisa. I'm teaching a workshop at East West Bookshop. I know you live in Canada, but you know it's not that far of a drive. You know, I was in Bellingham. Yeah, we love to have to you, Canada. Yeah, and it's going to be all about money. So the first Friday night is called. Um, you know, where's your energy about money, 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 you know, that song, money, money, money. 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 Yeah, that one. (laughs) And then the second, so that's a a 90 minute class where I'm going to talk about the energy of money because money is just energy. And really what we're working on is our spiritual connection with money. So there's a spiritual bond we have with resources. And a lot of people don't look at it that way, but it really, if, if money is energy that means money is God. It's creation. It's the universe. And when you learn to have a a spiritual bond with resources, finances and wealth, it is the most heavenly thing you can possibly imagine and it helps all of humanity, all of humanity. So, and then we're uh, on Saturday I'm teaching a workshop on, you know, creating the the spiritual bond with wealth. So, um so those things are coming up, they'll be on the website. Uh, or maybe they already are I, yeah, they're already on the website. Lisa' is, she's on that um and it should be really fun in January. so so you have to fall in love with money. That's really what you have to do. you have to what are some of the things that you love in your life? like there's a tenderness that you have for it in your life.
2: I really love climbing.
0: Mm, mm, okay uh, sure. it, it, uh, did you say something else? My little sister. Oh, and your little sister. Okay. So you know how you have this relationship with climbing and you have a relationship with your sister and, and you work on it and, and you work towards the sweetness of it so that it's this collaborative experience, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do with money. You, you, it's about creating a spiritual relationship, a bond with something that looks like it's, it doesn't have, like it's not alive, but it is. The other day I was in my office and there was this cute, I was working on a client and there was this, I love nature like you do. There was this beautiful, cute little tree frog on the screen of the window. And for a moment, at first I was like, oh, cause I just love nature so much. And I was just in awe of it. That's the feeling you need to have about money. It needs to be precious, delicious, as, as pure and delightful as your little sister. And, as you look at the human race, that's not how the human race has looked at money. We've looked at it as abuse of power and something dirty or th- like you shouldn't desire it too much. Or if you do, you're a bad person. And it's really about learning to love it. One day I took a a big container of change. I used to have a whole bunch of them in my house. And I, I poured it out on the carpet and I fell in love with every coin. Aww. I did. I just mm-hmm. fell in love with it because it even has the words... In God we trust. I'm like, really?
1: Were you like swimming around in it? I was. And
0: just like really admiring all the etching and all the symbolism that was on the coins. It was, it was, deli- I spent hours doing it. Just like you would spend hours loving your sister, work on loving money. Okay? Okay. It'll work. And call us back later and tell us how, it, how it turned out for you. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. Have a beautiful day yeah. in Canada.
1: Thanks, Sarah. So much it's like the law of attraction. Right. Yeah. You want to attract that more? Maybe that'll help a little bit. Prosperity? Yeah.
0: And and anything that you want to attract, you have to adore it, cherish it, love it. You have to find that sweet connection with
1: it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we'll run off to another caller. We have now Amy joining us. Amy from Bellevue. Hello. Welcome to the show.
0: Hi. Hi, Amy. Are How are you? So taking... Oh, good. Yeah. I'm. So... Wasn't it fun having Lucy at the top of the hour? She's so smart and wise and... A, an incredible humanitarian individual. And then now we're talking about money. I love it. Well, I'm more into relationships. I can talk about okay. money. No, no, no. Go right ahead. It's, it's your question. <laughs> it's, it's your, your deal. question. Yeah. What can I do for you?
4: <laughs> well, um, gosh, I am just, I'm leading a relationship, actually. And uh-huh. so her, your know, interview with her made a lot of sense to me.
0: Wow. Um, right. You're getting this clarity with with Scorp- with Venus retrograde because it's a do over, right? It's a do over, so yeah, to speak. Yeah
4: it gave me clarity. Mm,
0: okay. So, and do you need any help with that or?
4: Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I wrote down, you know, what you said, you know, are my needs being met? And I just put a huge no. Yeah. And that <laughs> me up.
0: yeah. So do you have a question regarding this? Because it yeah, sounds like I you mean, got it handled, which is awesome. Well,
4: Yeah. I mean, I have much more clarity on it listening to your show. Um, I, you know, my question was, you know, I, I tend to pick up, I've been in and out of this relationship for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. It seems like I just pick up on all this junk. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
4: uh, and, but yet I'm so attracted to him Mm -hmm. and it's just not satisfying. Mm -hmm. Well, Um, you know, we can be
0: attracted to people. I, I actually have a little bit of a formula, not just with dating, but even with my friends in my life. If, if someone in my life is super, super, super attractive, like when I look at them, I get lost I don't think it's the best relationship for me. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but I feel like I get so distracted by how gorgeous they look to me that I lose myself and I don't communicate my needs very well. It's almost like I'm hypnotized. So I like it when my friends.
1: Like you're hearing Beatles for the first time. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. It's just like, it just doesn't work. But when I read your energy, so that's a sign. That could be a sign for you. If someone's that good looking to you, and maybe they aren't as attractive to others. Maybe other people don't think they're that handsome or beautiful. But to you, to you, yeah. they are drop-dead gorgeous. I always run from that. That's, like, that's, a, that's a warning for me that I am going to be so hypnotized by their beauty that I am not going to take care of me. But when I read your energy... Your second chakra is really small. it's it actually looks more like a masculine second chakra where a man doesn't really um, like a man is maybe disconnected from his emotions. Women of, of course can be disconnected from their emotions, but more men, not Benny, of course, but more men are disconnected from their emotions typically than women. And so exactly. your, so your second chakra is like the size of an almond. It's supposed to be the size of an orange, about two and a half inches in diameter. And so this is about you need to, in my opinion, you need to spend time figuring out what brings you joy personally, because I don't think you know what that is yet. And then you can move into a relationship once you know what really delights you. Because if you're dating someone and and they don't have the same joys that you do, that not that everything has to line up, but the majority of it does, right? Right. So go figure out what makes you happy, because I don't think you know yet.
4: That's amazing. You've figured it out pardon it, it just makes total sense because physically yeah. i'm extremely attracted to
0: him yeah um, i wouldn't I mean, go there
6: like <laughs> would.
0: don't go there with him and go find out if you like to do stand-up paddle boarding or hiking or crossword puzzles or whatever go figure out what really excites you
1: i will okay Thank thanks you. amy have a great day thanks amy for joining us we think we have time for one more caller we'll sneak in a uh, carol calling in from illinois carol welcome to the show
2: Yes. Hi, guys. How are you? Thank you. Um, Great, Carol. Yes. Um, I'm calling. Um, I'm missing my mom, my dad, and my brother. And, and they're hopefully up in heaven or, you know, raising our vibrational levels. And I was just wondering <laughs> if you can fix up anything yeah. and if they here with my family down here and, and yeah. I was just wondering how I am
0: aligned um, with my yeah.
2: spirit guides. And, and I'm universe. really sorry
0: you have so much family on the other side. You know, I'm very, very sorry. I'm sure that's hard, you know. And and when Venus is retrograde, of course, we're going to think about people that we've loved, that we've lost, whether they've they've died or they've moved to Tahiti or we just don't connect with them anymore. So it's going to bring back all that emotional stuff, right? right. So, so I'm... I'm of course, your family's fine on the other side. I mean, they can literally see the energy of God, right? Like right. any moment. I think they're huddling around you and kissing you and, and cooking for you and rubbing your back. And like, so really allow yourself during this time to just absorb the energy of the love from your family. Don't worry about them. They're fine. They got this. Okay. Yeah. I Let them love you. And, and that's something that you need to work on anyways, just letting people in and letting them love you. That's not your favorite thing. So okay. I would work on that. So that a great what if question for you. What if I allow others to adore and cherish me? That's your what if question. Okay. And your your family on the other side is clapping and jumping up and down. Oh. Yeah, okay. They love that. What if I allow others to adore and cherish me? <gasps> okay.
1: Okay. All right. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Thanks, thank Carol.
1: You. Okay. Thanks, Carol, for joining us on the Marie Mandatory show. I think yeah. going to do it for today.
0: Okay. All right. Sorry, we can't get to our last caller. We really appreciate everyone calling. What a fun show. It certainly I had was. a delight. And so I know everybody's going to be online printing out their charts now and finding out where Scorpio and Libra is. And remember that Venus is retrograde. Mm-hmm.
1: And Wait. we heard that from Lucy Pond
0: right and Mm -hmm. it's rare only once every 18 months for about six i don't remember how many weeks she said it was three i don't know it was a ways out yeah
1: (laughs) i didn't like the number but you'll have to come (laughs) back and listen to the show thank you
0: everyone (laughs) we wish all of you joyful blessings bye-bye for now